You're listening to The Evening Sacrifice. Be blessed as you listen. Hallelujah. Good evening, everyone. Welcome once again to Evening Sacrifice. Hallelujah. Let's pray. Father, we just thank you for helping us this far for understanding, for granting grace for our hearts to receive what you are saying through the scriptures. Thank you for might that is increasing in our hearts. So God, much grace being released to us to do these things that we're hearing, to become these things that we're seeing. Father, we thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. All right. Matthew chapter 5. We're still in Matthew chapter 5. Today we'll start from verse 27. You have heard that it was said by them of old time, Thou shalt not commit adultery. But I say unto you that whosoever looketh on a woman to lust after her has committed adultery with her already in his heart. Hmm. Whosoever looketh on a woman to lust after her has committed adultery with her already. In his heart. What of a woman that looks at a man lustfully? Because women do that also. So it's not just talking to the men. It's talking to all of us. Don't look at the opposite sex to lust after them. Bible says when you do that, you have already committed adultery. And no adulterer shall inherit the kingdom of God. No adulterer. No fornicator. No liar. No thief. No whoremonger shall inherit the kingdom of God. Let no one deceive you with lust after her has committed adultery with her already in his heart. So if your right hand offend you, pluck it out and cast it from you. It is profitable for you that any one of your members should perish and not that your whole body should be cast into fire. Of course, we know that this does not mean a literal plucking out of your eyes. It just means that that thing that is causing you to fall, deal with it. Locate, sit down, locate what is making you fall. A young man was attacked with lust, you know, um, some time ago. And when he began to examine, go through the different times when his body was enraged with this uh, desire, he located the source where, you know, what was giving that room, that door to the enemy. So it might be that there are certain places that you go to. Don't go there anymore. It might be there, is, there are some things you are watching. Don't watch those things. It might be there are some jokes you're listening to. It might be there's a movie. It might be there is someone, a friend, someone hallelujah you might not even be that you're lusting after that person but that person is carrying that perfume and is rubbing off on you Hmm. it's important that we examine critically in our lives what opens the door to the enemy to um, lure us into sin so that we shut those doors permanently hallelujah Verse 31, it has been said, whosoever shall put away his wife, let him give her a writing of divorcement. But I say unto you that whosoever shall put away his wife, except for the cause of fornication, 
causes her to commit adultery. And whosoever shall marry her that is divorced, committed adultery. Oh my God. This is a very, 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 very sensitive topic, right? Marriage and remarriage. In the world today, the church is looking exactly like the world. There are divorces and remarriages all over the place. Pastors are remarrying. Pastors are putting away their wives. Not because of fornication. Did you see the grounds on which even divorce is allowed? Bible says, except is on the grounds of fornication. Now, any other grounds is forbidden according to the word of God. Particularly when you put away your wife and you go marry someone else. Or you put away your husband except for the grounds of fornication. It means that you did not allow both of you. Now, I'm talking to believers here. When you are married to a non-believer, that's a different ballgame altogether. And if in the course of this journey we come into it, we'll deal with that. But now, I believe I'm speaking to two people who are believers. It means that you did not allow the word of God to renew your mind. To take away unforgiveness from your heart. To, to teach you long-suffering. To teach you forbearance. To teach you how to love your enemies, how to pray for those who despitefully use you. Because some spouses despitefully use their spouse and they are believers. Sometimes it happens when our hearts have not been renewed. When we have not fully learned the way of God, we walk in the path of Satan. We carry over things we saw when we were growing up, things we saw in our home. The spirits that administers those punishments come back to attack us. Maybe that's what happened in your parents' home. What you saw your mother go through, what you saw your father go through. And now you're doing exactly the same thing. Even though you swore you would never do it. Why? You have not submitted yourself to the bloodline of Jesus Christ to cleanse you and to purge you from the wicked bloodline of Adam that we inherited. It's a bloodline of sin. And in that bloodline, sin can pass from one generation to another generation but when we receive Jesus the bloodline of Jesus comes to halt the operation and the long hand of wickedness from our natural bloodline and we inherit the righteous and holy bloodline of almighty God now in this new life that we have called to live we can forgive we can forbear we can deny ourselves we can overcome selfishness. We can overcome anger. Hallelujah. We can live at peace with all men, without which no man can see God. So my brother, my sister, are you in a difficult marriage? I want you to re-enroll in the school of perfection. I want you to re-enroll in the school of maturity as a believer, for a believer. And learn the virtues that are already inside you. They are in our spirit. Love, joy, meekness, forgiveness, endurance, humility, kindness, compassion is already inside our spirit. And we will find out that we'll be able to obey the word of God without much fight. Now, the more we practice obeying the word of God, the more we are strengthened to obey more. And the Bible says you should not allow the sun to go down in your anger. 
I remember a, a few weeks ago, I was angry with someone and that incident happened about 5, 6 p.m. The sun was already going down and I had gone to bed and the memory of that incident came into my heart. Honestly, I just turned myself and shook that thing off of me. I was not going to go to bed with that offense. Praise God. Now you and I can have such graces if we can spend time in the place of prayer, asking the Holy Spirit to heal our hearts and strengthen our hearts to do right. Hallelujah. Saying yes to God's word whenever we hear it. Verse 33. Again, you have heard that it had been said by them of old time, thou shalt not forswear yourself, but shall perform unto the Lord your oaths. But I say unto you, swear not at all. So don't swear to defend an oath. Don't swear by the heaven. Don't swear by the earth. Glory to God. The earth is the Lord's footstool. Verse 35. And Jerusalem. Don't swear by Jerusalem. It is the city of the great king. Hallelujah. Neither swear by your head. Because you can't make one hair white. Hmm? Even when we dye it black. (laughs) After a few washes. It reverses back to white. Isn't that true? Glory to God. Now, Bible is saying in verse 37, let your communication be yes, yes, or no, no. Anything more than this is from the wicked one. Hallelujah. Anything more than yes or no is from the wicked one. Can we start practicing this from today? Can we start practicing this from today? No swearing. No long stories to defend and not defend. Hallelujah. No fear of man, just the fear of God in our hearts and before our eyes. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. God bless you. The message you just heard was from the Evening Sacrifice by Chinira Isibor from Kabadula Ministries. For other ministrations like Open Book, Preparing His Bride, and more, visit kabadula.org. God bless you.